Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, back here. And before we start a new hour, hey, RC, how'd you like to be a defender dealing with Josh Allen here? Just take a look at this little move. Listen, I love this. If you're a fan in Buffalo, you're like, no! Yeah! Because this is the type of quarterback that the Buffalo Bills deserve. A guy that understands that every inch matters. And I know as a coach, you don't want the franchise going airborne and doing spinning twirly twirls in the air. But these are the type of plays that galvanizes teams and fan bases. And they know they got them one in Josh Allen. It was a third and long. Also, that's how he picked up. I think it was third and 16 or third and 18 on that play. And he winds up picking up the first No, he shouldn't do it. But at the end of the day, he shouldn't do it. I don't care. Greeny eats like a hamburger a with a knife and fork. We're not. Do you, do you even, even eat hamburgers? I, I, when the, on the occasion that I eat a hamburger, <laughs> I eat it with a knife and fork. <laughs> no, you all don't. Food, yes, of course. Oh. All food should be eaten with utensils at all times. and everything. Uh, and with that, we welcome you back to another round of Get Up Live at the Seaport. We're brought to you by Grey Goose, and we are jam-packed. You know who could have used a drink yesterday? Tom Brady. I, I don't even know if that's a, an appropriate segue considering his dietary we'll habits. We'll but one way or another, he was back home in Northern California, and his team stinks on ice, <laughs> so, taking on Brock Purdy and the 49ers. So, look, it's going to start well for the, the Buccaneers. This is going to be a 68-yard touchdown, right? Finally, connection happens between Tom Brady and Mike Evans. Wrong. Left tackle called for holding. Donovan Smith has been that's an issue. Great call. Pass protection all year long. To RC's point, that's the accurate call. It yeah. feels like Donovan Smith has been Get holding loose, Brock. on every big play. Get loose, Brock. Brock Purdy. I think this is really a de- an element that he brings to this offense that's a little bit different than Jimmy Garoppolo. The pocket movement and his athleticism. Oh, he looks like Mr. Relevant now. How about Christian <laughs> McCaffrey? Yeah, they flip McCaffrey and Kittle. Kittle plays tailback. He handles the protection. McCaffrey runs a little bit of seam release. Go on third and five. Touchdown, San Francisco. Look at Purdy's dad. I mean, the emotion, wonderful to see. Meanwhile, this not so great uh, to see. RC, down uh, goes Debo. This is one of those players that can change an organization when he's not available. It looked a ton worse than the reports that we're getting, but Debo Samuels is huge for this team's Super Bowl plan. It, it isn't a knee, it's an ankle. It's not broken. It's a high ankle sprain is what we are told. We'll see how long he's out. Meanwhile, Bucks fourth down. Tom Brady just wants someone to yell at. The misconnection again. He thinks one, Evans thinks another, and he is screaming. He should be like, it's Tom's fault! It's on Tom! He's yelling at everyone. He refs everybody during the game. (laughs) Meanwhile, they're not done before the half. That's Brandon Ayuk. It's 28-0. Well, I love it. We call that a little stop and go on the curl route. (laughs) Right now, he's like, man, this NFL stuff. This was his first start yesterday. Don't do it. Tom Brady, not his first start. This defense for San Francisco absolutely hunts people and hunts the football. Rush to coverage, tie together. I'm thankful I don't have to play against it. 49ers win it 35-7, and it wasn't that close. Brady, frustrated. Let's hear from the quarterbacks when it was done. For me, I just kept telling myself, dude, this thing ain't over with that guy on the other side of the field. You know, I just... Wanted to keep putting up points on the board, knowing, you know, this dude's made all these crazy comebacks in his career. So I didn't want that to happen in my first game, you know, as a starter. It kicked our ass. It's the reality of this sport. And every time you take the field, you have the opportunity to get your ass kicked or to kick ass. And obviously we're on the wrong end of it today. 
That, that's how we feel about Hey, what you about about here's what I love about it, right? It's such a contrast between the two people. Like, Brock Purdy keeps calling Tom Brady dude. Right. Like, this yeah. dude and the dude on the other side. And then Tom Brady's giving, like, you all this wisdom and cussing the entire time. You either kick tail or you don't kick tail. Right. Or you get your tail kicked. Like, that's the difference between these two guys. And it looked like that on the field. Brock Purdy wasn't born when Tom Brady played in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, that's just to give you an indication yeah. of just the age difference. It was actually the greatest age difference between starting quarterbacks of all time. What is going on with the Buccaneers? It's one thing for them to be average. That was an yeah. embarrassing performance yesterday. Brady is just running around looking for someone to yell at. His offensive line, Mike Evans, the referees, he's yelling at anyone he can find. The frustration level there, frankly, those of us having to sit there and watch it as the standalone, you know, the big game in the afternoon right. yesterday, they, they, we're done. The Buccaneers, get them out. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and here's the thing. It wasn't just this game. That frustration has been about the entire season. And here's what it is. This team is old and slow. They are. And I get it. Brady's old or whatever. It's slow. But no, it's everybody in that thing. They've got to blow it up. At some point, they've got to blow it up. Now, I, if Tom Brady's done or not, he can't, he can't stay there. He needs to go yeah. somewhere else or, or, or but, anything else. But right now, this team, they stink. You know what they, I, they can't block. They can't do anything. When I watch this offense, it reminds me of 2019 New England. Yeah. You know, where you, you sit there and go, quarterback can still play. Quarterback right. can still throw. There's nothing around them right now. They, they can't protect. They, can't, they have two 20-yard completions in 13 games. That is impossible to do in today's NFL. They can't run the football. They don't have receivers that can get open consistently. They can't push the ball downfield. It's catch and throw. They don't have a single difference maker on their offense. Their defense is undisciplined. It's names over production. No one's a game changer anymore. The offense is unproductive as it can be. It's it's, 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 it's 2019 Patriots. I agree. I agree with everything you said, Dan. But, but. Don't. When Mike Evans gets open in the end zone on the corner route, don't throw it at his ankle. Yeah. When Scotty Miller runs past the corner because the corner isn't prepared, don't hit the cornerback in the back of the head. And I agree with all of those things. Tom Brady is in a very difficult situation where he has to make everybody better because the other people aren't playing well. Tom Brady, if he was just doing basic Tom Brady things, this game's closer yesterday. Well, look, if, if he was the quarterback of the other team yesterday, then we'd be talking about that other team winning the Super Bowl this year and there'd be no questions about it. Can they do it? with instead of the ultimate Mr. Relevant, if you will, Tom Brady, the greatest right. of all time, can this team win H the 49ers I'm talking about now, yeah. clearly, can they win the Super Bowl this year with Brock Purdy as their quarterback? Yes, they can. And, and why? Because he's playing like a poised veteran. Like, it is crazy to watch. I loved how he played last week. I'm like, man, my God, I was, I was shocked. I was mm. blown away. Sure. Well, I'm blown away now. But it's also, it's, yeah, they got... They got all these weapons, and the guy is just doing his job. But I love the way he moves, the subtle movements in the pocket, yeah. like in, in arm angles, adjusting. He's, he's short. He's got to throw through windows, and he does. I, I, I think, yes, but the biggest reason has nothing to do with their offense. It's that defense. Yeah. And how good is that defense? They haven't given up a 60-yard rusher all season. 60? 60-yard 60 rusher all season. Did I come up with that? No, of course, Himbo did. But that the, the defense is that that good. I, I think the, the head coach thinks they can win the Super Bowl with them. I mean, if you watch that game, I, 
They threw the ball eight out of the first ten snaps. I mean, right. they came out firing. Like, we know we're playing against Tom Brady. We know we're playing, playing against team one in Super Bowl two years ago. Don't care. And the thing that stands out about Brock Purdy is he knows exactly where he's supposed to go with the football, where he's supposed to look, who he's supposed to look at, and why. And then the control of the line of scrimmage. Like, this is so good for him to realize, i got to hold that backside will linebacker. As long as I stare, he's going to straighten up. That opens a big hole on the backside curl area for IU. This is probably my favorite play of the game. Controlling the line of scrimmage. Bunch of different parts moving. One receiver's got to get on the ball. Motion. Watch how he controls McLeod. Like, hey, hey, chill out, chill out. We're going to get to that bunch set. And then it's going to equal what? A touchdown. So often we get rookie or young quarterbacks. They, they panic in that moment. And it's a, a you know, not legal formation or a yep. false start or a delay a game. That equals a touchdown. So his ability to control the things that Kyle Shanahan wants him to do is the reason but why it, they can't. But, but, but that's, the, that's the thing. I'm going to give you a little Louisiana education. I love here, this. Right? Yeah. You know what Lanyap is, right? Do you know what Lanyap is? Uh, no, Lanyap is like extra. Okay. Right? Like if you have extra, if you have more than what you need. So anything a San Francisco 49er quarterback does is Lanyap. Right? It's like you've, if you can give us an extra play above the X's and O's, you've given us something we really don't need because we just need you to distribute. Now the reason is is because they got Buku skill players. Buku. You know what Buku is? A that's lot. a lot. Yeah. Right? They I knew skill, that one. They got skill players everywhere. And in the league where quarterbacks always win the MVP. Why? Because the league is quarterback dependent. We have the only foolproof quarterback independent team in the entire NFL, and it's the San Francisco 49ers. They built their whole roster no doubt. defensively, right. offensively to say what we will not do is be stuck in the Super Bowl and have to let Jimmy G beat Patrick Mahomes. We're going to beat Patrick Mahomes with the other 21 dudes. Now you put Brock Purdy in there, who is probably more talented, at least now, than Jimmy G is, who also understands it here after having that experience at Iowa State. They're better. This is the best quarterback play the San Francisco 49ers has gotten or have gotten the entire year. Yeah. If Debo Samuel can come back and just be a little bit of what he's supposed to be or what he was, this is the team yeah. that gives Philadelphia the biggest challenge in the, super, in the play. I'll tell you what else. As we prepare for the draft, and which, which we do every single year, it's another reminder also. Teams take these guys who start one season in college all the time. You know, he has 17 starts or whatever it is. That kid Brock Purdy, I mean, most of the world didn't know about him. He started a million games in college, right? So when he's out there, he has seen it. Maybe not on the NFL level, but this is not completely new to him. He's not like Mitch Trubisky who walked in there with 12 career college starts. He's not the shiny right. object at the checkout line at the shopping, you know, at the grocery store. You know, he's, well, he, the, he doesn't the, have all the The other piece is this, though. What's going to make him successful at this level, he's been having to do that his entire right. life, Think, his entire fast, career. Think, anticipate. study, be prepared, do all those things, right. and it's helping him be ready for this moment. All right, so that's one team that looked very ready for the Super Bowl and another one that looked very ready to be broken up and assembled into a bunch of different pieces. In the meantime, speaking of Super Bowl teams, the NFC East, Dak leads the Cowboys back, but did Houston expose problems in Big D? Quite frankly, are the Cowboys overrated? We'll answer that question. Then Buffalo's defense gives a beating to Mike White, but the offense wasn't clicking, and Josh Allen was called out after the game. Wait till you hear by who and his response next. Get up on ESPN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Delicious, meat nutritious. In the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Back on Get Up, Western New York yesterday, Jets and Bills sloppy weather day affected both quarterbacks, both teams significantly, and so did this. Look at Mike White get drilled, Danny. Absolute shot. I believe that's by Ed Oliver from it Buffalo. Is. I mean, he's fully exposed throwing that big in route. Tough. Quarterbacks Ooh, always sit there and man. say, like, man, is it completed or not? But that is a big-time throw. The only thing that hurts worse is when it comes from a linebacker. Meanwhile, final two minutes of the half. It's scoreless. This is a fourth-down play. Is C.J. Mosley offsides here? I, I mean, I, I think I don't it's think a blown so. call. I think I, it's a blown call too, yeah, Dave. That's not right. It's a big, big play. Big play. You know, they're, it's a fourth-down play, though, and it leads to this, the only points of the first half. Yeah, great design. They take Dawson mm. Knox from outside yeah. in. He gets back behind that flat defender on that sail route, and then great effort to levitate into the end zone. Seven nothing Buffalo. They're tied at seven in the third. Bills on a second down. They finally get a little something going with Stephon Diggs. One on one, they get him on a little bit of a jerk route. Goes down inside, separates, and then you get the ball into his hands. Try to get to do more of this for Buffalo's offense. And then RC, what are you going to do when Josh Allen decides he's going to run it from the five? Well, you better bow your neck and get them pads in play mm. because that's a big tight end coming downhill. 14-7 Buffalo. Then this one, I took mm. myself See, out of the game. Dan, those watching. are the ones that yes. hurt because linebackers are more explosive and faster. I mean, he is going to take a crystal perfect this hit makes from me feel. This makes me feel good. I don't have any of those organs that that might hurt. <laughs> Mike White, do you have ribs? Because they may be <laughs> Not broken. an organ. Mm. Not an organ. Zach Wilson <laughs> not dressed, so they go to Joe Flacco, who, I don't know, rumor is he retired two years ago, but he's still Never out there. Never told anybody. He's playing. That's a fumble. He was awful. A Bills kick a field goal, 17-7. Mike White coming back onto the field. And then they try it again to Braxton Berrios after last week. So we're just not going to learn nothing, huh? We're going to trick him again. Hey, guys, last week we threw it to Braxton, and it almost worked. We're going to try it again. Hey, Jeff, don't never go no more. They'll never go They kick the field goal to make it a one-score game, and so they need a stop, and they get it. They actually have the ball with one timeout left deep in their own territory, so they had a chance, but they never got anything going on this drive at all. This is fourth down, last chance. Not there. Mike White had to go to the hospital in an ambulance after the game. He seems to be all right. Meanwhile, listen to this exchange with Josh Allen after the game. It doesn't look like an offense that's good enough to win the Super Bowl right now. Okay. 
it's a very strange moment. It's a right? great job handling it, though, to the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, it's well, you know why? Because he's Josh Allen, and he knows that he has an arm cannon and that he's six foot six, two whatever, and he can run folks over. And that little dude is probably like, I don't really care what you think anyway. It's not true. I agree. I agree with you. I agree. But let's live in a world we know, like, we have a really good feel on this show of who's good. We don't have to come on and tell anybody who's good. You know, everyone knows Buffalo's a Super Bowl contender. If Buffalo doesn't get into the Super Bowl and or win it, it will be because their offensive line is not not a very good unit. So if they play against a good defensive line like the Jets, it's going to be an issue. And they are too dependent on the quarterback to be like, it's third and 12, man. Go make something happen. It's third and hope. And I, it's such a fine line for me, RC and Rex, with like the first down stuff. Because I sit there sometimes and I go, do I want Josh to be more efficient-based because of some of the deficiencies of their offensive line? Or do I want to allow Josh to continue to be that splash play? Like, RC, this is perfect. So first and 10, right? He gets out of the pocket. Look at the right side of the screen to Steph. My initial reaction is like, throw that check down to Steph. But then this throw downfield, that splash playmaking is six inches away from being that big play. Well, then it's second and ten. We go back to play action. And I sit there and go, Jets has got to cover, Josh. Throw the check down, right? Like, James Cook right in front of you. And I know this is boring and all that stuff. We talk about this all the time. That forces it. So then you get in that third down situation. You are not built as an offensive line to protect on third down. You got issues up and down your your offensive line, so that's why I say if they don't get in, right. we'll, we'll, yeah, so 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 when I, when I watch that, Dan, like when we we talk about the different things that this team struggles with on first down, if I'm the coach. If I'm Ken Dorsey, I go in and say that, Josh. Hey, Josh, right here on first down, if we take this dump to Steph, not only do we get the four yards, we've got the football in one of the best playmakers' hands in the entire NFL. Mm -hmm. So to me, this isn't a schematic thing. This isn't a play call thing. This is talking to your best football player and saying, this is the way we can win the Super Bowl, and the reason we are in third in YOLO is because of you. So, Rex, here's here's the point. We all think it's sort of an odd thing for a reporter. I don't know who it was just to say your offense doesn't look good. Oh, believe me, I know who it was. I I was there. Okay. (laughs) This this guy, it's just – You seem to love him. Yeah. (laughs) But but, but the point is, is he right? Is this offense good enough for this team to win the Super Bowl? Yes. I'm going to say this. That quarterback is one of the baddest guys on the planet. Yeah. So he's he's okay. He's going to overcome it like he's done all season. Look, they do nothing creatively. Like, here's why I'm going to disagree with the RC a little bit. They do nothing schematically to help this man. Nothing. He's standing out there on his own. Anytime they need it at the end of a game, two minutes, who carries the ball? He does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's outrushed this team eight times this season. Yeah, he's been the leading rusher. Yeah. A leading rusher of yeah. his team. It's ridiculous. There's no creative. Where, where's the mesh routes? Where's all these type of things? They do nothing, nothing to help this guy. He's just such a bad, bad, you know what, yeah, yeah. that he can overcome. You almost cussed. I yes. like it. I like Good, good I like job catching right? that one. I never. Yes, point. this Final offense word. is good enough to win a Super Bowl. There's no question yes. about it. He's but, good enough. And RC, I loved your point of like, hey, quarterback. But I just think it's such a fine line because he's not the technician and he's not the completion-driven, let's be ball-distributing quarterback. That's why I say it's such a fine line between, like, do you want him to try to take some of those checkdowns? Yes. But oh, that, that throw to McKenzie is six inches away from being this 
you know, jaw drop. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah I, 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 I totally understand. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just such a fine line for them. So, the Bills find a way to win. That was one of the themes yesterday was the good team struggling but finding ways to win. Meanwhile, let's see some more themes from yesterday. The Sunday superlatives. Dan, who impressed you the most yesterday? Joe Burrow. I mean, we're talking about a guy that was 0-4 in his career against the Cleveland Browns. They had his number. Then he goes without his starting tailback, mm-hmm. his starting tight end, mm-hmm. his number two, and number three wide receiver. Yeah. Every reason to lose that game going against Miles Garrett. And he just finds a way, creating things from inside the pocket to outside, finding different receivers to get the ball to. I love the aggression with a flea flicker to kind of put the dagger in that game. But his ability to just control the moment when they're depleted was everything. RC, what was your favorite play of the day? Willie Gay. Listen, right here, Russell Wilson, think he has an easy completion. Oh, it's the one. He reaches up with the right hand, tips the ball, and then uses the same right hand to mush Russell Wilson through the dirt. And as he mushes him, he teleports into the end zone. At this point, I was like, what a microcosm of the season this has been for Russell Wilson. But they threw some picks, and he got back in it, and by golly, Russell Wilson may be okay in two weeks, but after this play, Willie Gay is the guy. It turns out they needed all the points they got. Rex, what was the biggest disappointment yesterday? I never thought I'd say this in a million years, but Brandon Staley outcoached this team, this Dolphin team, so badly in this game, it's amazing. I gotta give you a a stat here. Look, the Chargers only give up 5.4 per rush. That's the worst in 60 years. So why don't we come out, Miami, and let's just throw it all over the yard. How about you run it down the Chargers' throat like every other team does? Man, and Brandon Staley, i got to give you credit. I, I hate the small hat, but I'm going to tell you one thing. You earned it. We're going to finally see Justin Herbert in the playoffs. Thank you very much. And maybe not the Dolphins. I know. He said, I got a little head, too. Can we point out one thing about the Dolphins? Can we put their wins up there? Everyone got very excited, including us. All of us on this show about the Dolphins and all these games that they won. But look at that winning streak. Look at some of the teams that they beat during that stretch of winning games uh, there. You see that the winning streak was basically the Steelers, the Lions, the Bears, the Browns, the Texans. Those are the games that they won in a row before these last two that they got knocked off. So is it possible... That's in that winning streak, RC, and we all got excited. Two of the MVP and the Dolphins, are they suddenly a, a Super Bowl contender? Did we maybe overstate a little bit how good they actually are? I don't think we ever overstated how good the Dolphins were. Okay. I think it made us feel really good about the way Tua Tungavaloa was playing. Mm-hmm. And I said it this morning. He is such a likable guy. Yes. Right? Like, I, I just, I just want to come on TV and say good things about him. I want to be happy for his ascension. But the last two games were the most important game for the important games for the Miami Dolphins and for Tua Tungavaloa. And honestly, he stunk it up. He stunk it up in both games. And I thought coming into this one, I was like, that was San Francisco. They play zone. They get eyes on the quarterback. They rush. I can understand why it's a little hard to find these pinpoint accurate windows to throw the football in. I was like, but this is perfect. The Chargers are going to play man all game. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, we're going to see him light it up. And once again, the moment seemed too big. It was his opportunity last week to prove against the number one defense in the world, I am what I've been the whole year. And then this week, it was his opportunity to show that you, you were right for picking me five and Justin Herbert going six. And in both weeks, Tua Tungavaloa and the Miami Dolphins have failed. I got ten seconds. How much concern about Tua right now? I'm not overly concerned about Tua. I am overly concerned with their inability to get open yesterday versus man coverage. I think it was just as much no one was open as Tua had misses. All right, we'll see. Again, the Dolphins, the NFL season, while it feels short, is awfully long. Think about the different iterations we've seen. 
beginning of these Dolphins. As we continue, speaking of a long season, the great escape. Houston, we had a problem. How the Cowboys barely kept the D in Come on, Rex! from standing for disaster. And then, here we go, sneaky Hembo and Rex. So Tom Brady was the 199th pick in the draft. I know this answer. Who is the winningest quarterback ever drafted 200 or later? That would include undrafted quarterbacks. The answer next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We are back on Get Up. We're going to get to the Cowboys in just a moment here. But first off, from Hembo. Dan Orlovsky's talking like he thinks this is easy. Tom Brady was the 199th pick in his draft. Who is the winningest quarterback in history that got drafted 200 or later? So it yeah. could include a quarterback who was not drafted. And see, here's the thing. Like, Himbo knows I know, damn, everybody that's ever played right, things. Right, right. Uh, but I don't know if he knows that I know, like, the Canadian Football League. Uh-oh. And I'm going to say, uh, how about uh, Warren Moon? That's right. <laughs> Warren Moon is correct. Warren, that, that is, uh, that's an boom. astonishing like, performance. Uh, oh, you know, my I don't God. know. I'm just going to say. with you. God. That's not who I thought it was. I thought the answer was Bart Starr, who's yeah. actually third on the list. And he was like a 15th round pick or Warren something Moon like that. Warren Moon won more games than Bart Starr. Uh, okay. Well done. By the way, can I say something? Very quickly. Boom. Bam! That's what I got for <laughs> I own you, my friend. Let's get to the highlights. Rex. Rex, every single week now, has become just a machine in the I meantime. I thought it was Kurt Warner. Danny, Cowboys and Texans, here we go, second quarter. Rex. Dallas was supposed to win this thing in a laugher. Funny thing happened on the way to that. Here's a nice play, though, to Noah Brown. And they needed this. Their offense was really struggling to start this game. Third and 13 early in the second quarter. He gets outside of the pocket and launches the ball downfield to Noah Brown and then does a great job of getting really to number four in the progression to Tony Pollard on the sideline. Tiptoe on the sideline. Number four in the progression, but number one at this point, I'm on their Bad weapons on offense. What is that doing here? It, it, it's double slants versus cover three. You very rarely, if ever, throw that football. It's not the right answer. Just a bad decision not seeing the field by Dak Prescott. And, and then that will lead to this. Here comes Jeff Driscoll. This is Amari Rodgers. The Texans are in front. Good defense by Dallas. They're in the position. It's just that Amari Rodgers went up and made a play. So Houston with the lead at the half. Here we go, third quarter. And this is a crazy RC. There's nothing that the DBs love more than when they get their hands on the ball. Hey, check it out. Trey Diggs. Okay, I got the rock. Oh, nope. Don't want to go that way. Ooh, my son's watching. I know he talked bad about me. Oh, we'll come back. Oh. 
face him up, face him up, face him up. Oh, we're going the other way. Get out of there now. Now, I'm going to hit him. When I go here, bam. And I'm going to get the 17 yards I lost back. But now I'm tired because I don't train in order to run the ball. And ain't nobody tackling me. I still love the play, Trey Diggs. All of that, it's a 15-yard gain. And then it leads to this fourth Oops. down. And Zeke is stuffed. Should have put Trey Diggs in and Should have put Trey Diggs in. Three or four plays in a row, Houston's defense absolutely stoned that Dallas offense, and then Dak backed up after a poor decision on second down to hold the football, excuse me, on first down, leads to second long takeaway for that defense. Now, that could easily have cost them the it game. It should have. But the Texans don't seem to know how Except to hand the run. ball off. You know, like counter option? Hey, counter was, speed I was, option. I was amazing at that in high school. <laughs> that, that was you, just, were, you had Buku talent? They could have used you yesterday. The Texans failed to put the game away, and so then give the Cowboys credit. They needed one drive at the end, 98 yards, and they got it. Throw the day there by Dak Prescott. High low the corner versus cover two. And then they're going to drive the seam to Dalton Schultz. Backside safety comes down. Puts it where he can protect it with his chest. And then a couple of plays down there where it looked like they were in. Then it was overturned. And it all didn't matter because Zeke would take it home on this third down play. 98-yard drive. Cowboys take the lead. And then they hold on to win it at the very end. Last chance for the Texans. Uh, who played a good game yesterday. Repeatedly, they looked like the better team most of the day yesterday. But the Cowboys, as the good teams sometimes do, find a way to win when they don't play their best game. And yesterday, they most certainly did not. Rex, it has led a lot of people today and all day yesterday to say the Cowboys are overrated. Is that fair? Yeah, it's definitely fair. I mean, because – and I say overrated because people put them – like right up there, Number even one. over yes. the Philadelphia. They did. They're, they're not. Week 16, we're going to find out, aren't we? Because week 16, the Eagles are going to sit back and say, see you later there, Ooh, Dallas. And, and to me, it's going to be like, like what, what? they're going to just get after them. I mean, it's going to be a joke right now. The Eagles, they're going to whip them like my old man was coaching the Eagles back then. <laughs> they always beat Dallas. Here's the part of it that I find a little difficult to understand. This offense – they have moments where they look sensational. You know, they exploded in the fourth quarter against Indy last week, and they needed. Uh, again, but that's the point. What is the point? Generally, it's when they run the ball, and and, and when the running game is effective. They, they were amazing against Minnesota. Yeah, they, against Minnesota, there. they looked like yeah, unstoppable. By the way, Minnesota thirty seconds. Uh, well, here, here's, here's where I am with Greeny again. So, on when was the last time that we didn't have to come on a Monday morning and justify and/or explain a Cowboys win? Five weeks ago, you go on the road, you get beat by the Packers. Four weeks ago, you beat the Vikings, who were a dog against the Lions yesterday. Three weeks ago, you're down in the third quarter to the Giants, who had absolutely nobody playing. Two weeks ago, you're up by two against the Indianapolis Colts. And then yesterday, you need a 98-yard drive to beat the one-win Houston Texans. That's just that, – that is not my opinion. This is not Dan and his feelings. That's the reality. Mm. I'm getting tired of having to come on and justify and explain away. And I, the same way I talked about the Bills – we know the Cowboys are a good football team. I don't want to, like, dog the Cowboys today. They found a way to win the game. Dak Prescott led in the most important moment. You cannot pass protect right now. Your quarterback is not seeing the field cleanly. I've never seen him get that many defenders' hands tip a ball. He threw two, two, picks, two interceptions yesterday, could have thrown four or five. Your defense has the ability to get ran on. You could throw opposite Trayvon Diggs. So if the Cowboys lose to Philly on Christmas Eve or to somebody else and don't get, it's going to be because unless the quarterback starts to see the field more clearly and they pass protect, they're not going to be able to get to where they want to go. So I for sure don't want to defend the Dallas Cowboys. I never want to be put in this position on any show ever in my entire life. I'm disgusted that I am. I don't feel that way, Dan. 
Because, like, 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 let's think about this. I remember walking into my house on a Thursday night after doing something with my daughter and my wife and watching Philadelphia and Houston play. And I was like, man, this game is extremely close for it to be the Texans and the Eagles. Yeah. And then I remember being here and watching a Sunday game with the Philadelphia Eagles and the Indianapolis Colts where Jalen Hurts has to make two great runs at the end of the game and being like, man, they should really be blowing this team out. And you know what? The Dallas Cowboys played some games against both of those teams that kind of resembled the games that the Eagles had to win. And what we have to understand is there are reasons why the Cowboys didn't look great yesterday. I don't feel like they ran the football enough. I feel like Dak Prescott made some bad decisions. And obviously when you're playing a young guy like Damian Pierce who can run the football, he was able to crease the Cowboys at points and also Driscoll coming in and having a quarterback run game. But they won. And in the end, they had a 98-yard touchdown drive that Dak Prescott had to engineer on a day that wasn't his best day. Sure. And so when we look at the NFC, we're saying you got to go through the Philadelphia Eagles and you have to go through the San Francisco 49ers. The Dallas Cowboys are in that conversation. Do they have to be better than they were last week? Yes. Here's what happened, and here's why they're overrated. Right. Because we watched them play with Cooper Rush, and they went 4-1. and one. And so we said when they got Dak Prescott back, this is the championship team because we felt that Dak Prescott in this current NFC would be one of the best quarterbacks there. The best quarterbacks in Philly, Correct. right? And now we watch the team that is quarterback independent in San Francisco. And so that's why when you look at the Dallas Cowboys, you might feel the way. But this team is right in the hunt. And you are right, Rex. On Christmas Eve, we're going to get to see who they are and what they are. And that's the day we say either they're in it or they won't be. They play like they played yesterday. They home week one. They, yeah, they play like they played the against answer. Minnesota. I, I, I They're playing in Philly. I think I already know the answer of what's going to happen in that game. I, I truly believe that Philly is going to show. You know what? We're going to show you right now. You really think you're, you're better than us? Please. Hey, 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 like, here's my point, though, RC. While those games may have looked – when was the last – we've seen once in the last six or seven weeks we said, wow, Dallas looks complete. They look like a team that is legit. The Minnesota game. Exactly. I, I, I don't disagree with that. But that's why I don't like that parallel comparison because it's like, well, we've seen no. Philly throughout that time just hammer teams. No, no, no. Philly is a better team than this team, 100%. Philadelphia is the best and most complete team in the entire NFL. No. I'm not saying that. But I'm also saying we can't look at yesterday and watching them and say, you know what, the rest of the games they won this season, the other 10, don't count. I believe this team is one of the top three teams in the NFC, and they have an but, opportunity to compete. And it's any given Sunday but, when you can run I, the I football and rush that, the passer the way they do. We're going to get to the That's Eagles right. coming up in just a few minutes. But right now, let me run the hurry up. I have a million things I want to get to. We haven't even talked about. Dan, what is going on with the Tennessee Titans who get bumped by Jacksonville? The reality is this. Their great coaching covered up for so much throughout this year. The depletion of talent and then the injuries have caught up to them. They ran into Trevor Lawrence yesterday who, you know, when the Jags are on, they can play, it feels like, with anybody in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Their offensive line got beat up and they couldn't stop one of the bright young quarterbacks in the NFL who's going to be an MVP candidate next year. It's like the curse of the A.J. Brown is like the curse of the Bambino. (laughs) (laughs) ARC, speaker, who they going to beat them Bengals? Hey, I don't know who's going to beat them, but when you think about Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase yesterday playing with Joe Mixon being banged up, now you lose Tyler Boyd. T. Higgins is out. Their connection was absolutely phenomenal when you knew he had to get the ball to him. And Joe Burrow made every correct decision throughout the entire game. And I'll say it again. Lou Anarumo defensively is going to throw wave after wave of different defenses at you. And quarterbacks are going to have to figure that out. Rex, how about the Lions? Yeah, how about them, Greedy, right here? 
Hey, this guy's only thrown Jared Goff. We're going to get rid of him. We're going to draft somebody. The hell you are. This guy's thrown 20 touchdowns at home today or uh, this season yeah. in eight games. That's six more than any other quarterback in the National Football hey. League. And you're going to go uh, replace him? No, you're not. This team is absolutely scary. And for teams that are – for people that haven't watched this team on offense, it's one of the best offenses in the league. They play here this coming weekend. They play against the Jets. Let's talk about Jared Goff for just a brief second here. Because the Lions, we keep talking – well, they have all these draft picks, which they do. They've got Jamison Williams coming back. Catches a touchdown yesterday. Jared Goff is only 28 you, years old. You, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. You want me to tell you a team that is the – third scariest team in the NFC right now yeah. outside of Philly and San Francisco is the Detroit Lions. Mm. This is a playoff game this weekend for Detroit in New York. I said it a couple weeks ago. If they win, they're in. Jared Goff or Geno Smith is going to be comeback player of the year. Their offensive line is one of the best three or four units in yeah. football. They run the football with diversity. Their quarterback is very good throwing the ball on the run. He's very decisive with what he's doing. Aiden Hutchinson, I understand that the corner Woolen from Seattle and Sauce are playing great. Aiden Hutchinson deserves Playing to be in really the well. defensive rookie yes. of the year conversation. Really I'm well. telling everybody, this is as scary a team in the yep. NFC outside of San Francisco's Philadelphia as the conference has. If they beat the Jets, they could run the table. That last no. game against Green Bay might be Jordan Love. They, they, yeah. they could run the table if Absolutely. they Absolutely. Listen, I, I, picked the, I picked the Detroit Lions to beat the Minnesota Vikings boy. on Friday because I felt like they were the <laughs> so better nice. team. It wasn't just about the fact that they were playing in Detroit. It was that I felt like they were more complete. I felt like their quarterback and the way that they tie in offensively was the better team. And so now you have to go to New York. This is going to be an extremely Playoff. tough game. They're, they're, there's a guy on that Lions. coaching staff you better watch out for. Ben like, Johnson is a guy stud. that may yep. end up taking – where did this guy come from? And now all of a sudden he's your head coach. Mm. Watch out for this guy. He's a superstar in the making. By Sean the way, Payton type guy. if the Lions yep. sneak into the playoffs, it might very well be Minnesota. They play in the first round, a rematch of yesterday. I think I the Vikings want any part no. of that offense coming in there. I don't think so. Meanwhile, we got NBA action this week coming your way. Wednesday night we got the Knicks taking on DeMar and the Bulls, 7.30 Eastern, then the T-Wolves taking on the Clippers. Coverage starts with NBA Countdown 7 Eastern on ESPN. Coming up, Fly Eagles Fly. Philly storms into the playoffs. And the QB may have added three more letters like MVP. You'll see it all right after this. It's Get Up on ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Ryan Clark to explain his tweet. Get in the gym, bro. Well, I just got buffalo chicken dip. Baker. Baker. Bruh. Lord. Lord. As everyone <laughs>, laughs at the way I read your tweet. <laughs> I can't even do it with a straight face. <laughs> 
All right, here we go. The moment we always wait for. RC, the most entertaining Twitter follower on Sunday. And here we go with the tweets. Number one, RC tweets, I heard we let a Ravens fan propose to a Steelers fan before the game. Apparently, he was let down to the field. I don't know what's happened to this rivalry. James Harrison would have suplexed dude, and his girl would have cheered, then said yes, of course. RC, go. What is going on? This was black and blue, Greeny. <laughs> and I remember everybody was mad at me. My cousin married Ed Reed's cousin. They both came to a game one night. I I went to get Ed out of the locker room. Everybody can't take it. Oh, my gosh. Ryan's a traitor. He doesn't care about the rivalry. But you're going to get married on the day that they play? You're going to propose? And she's going to cry. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. No. He needs to be suplexed. I mean, Wiz Khalifa was there yesterday. We're going to do this in front of Mr. Black and Yellow? We don't even want to win. Then they slam Kenny Pickett? That's why Kenny got slammed. Because we want to be nice and let Ravens on the field so they can propose to their Girl. I agree. There are so many things and about I, that not to like. Our not CFO. okay. I like a lot of All right, next one. I'm not okay. <clears throat> Bruh. I know Patrick Mahomes did not just no-look the ball to Jet McKinnon like Luka in the lane. He loves balling in Denver. He goes all point guard on this defense. Same place he threw the lefty. They also have 13 points now. Might be more than Russ and M capable of all day. RC. It's just Russ Nim. Russ Nim. It's just, just Russ Nim. Russ Nim. Not Russ and Nim. More There's than Russ Nim. There's Greeny. That's an apostrophe. Russ and Nim. Russ Nim. Nope. Okay. Russ Nim. Whatever. Yep. That. <laughs> so, Patrick Mahomes, right, he's going to the sideline, right, he throws it up the court, up the field, and then we get Jet McKinnon to to go down. Patrick Mahomes does all of these things that young people are going to be trying to do that young people shouldn't try to do. Now, I'm going to be honest. I balled up a piece of paper. I was in my room at Mr. C's. I ran and I threw it like this to try to see if it could go in. I missed the garbage can, but it's okay. I don't get paid millions of dollars anyway. But then I was like, there's no way rushing them scores more than 14. And they did. Yeah. Because Patrick, with all of his free willing, threw a couple of picks. But when you watch that dude play, he is setting a precedent that you don't have to be sound, you don't have to be mechanical, and you can still be great, and I love to see it. Every week, he does something you've never seen anybody do before. All right, one more. The Eagles are scoring are scoring so easily on the Giants that Jalen Hurts stopped celebrating the scores. That sucks. Man, I want you to celebrate against my team. Act like it at least took preparation and execution to 21 me in the first half. RC, go. If you've ever played Madden, when somebody gets up on you 21 nothing, you got to get off the sticks, especially if you're in college because we ain't got but one PlayStation anyway, right? And so they get 21. Jalen Hurts is scoring touchdown. He throws the touchdown to A.J. Brown. Who's his best friend? Right. I know what it feels like when, like when Troy got an interception. I was always buku happy, right? So you run over and you celebrate. Jalen Hurts stopped celebrating. He was sad, Greeny. After A.J. Brown scored the touchdown, Jalen Hurts visibly on his face was destroyed. He couldn't believe he was playing that good against the Giants. Him, himself, wanted to go to the Salvation Army and get them a team. This is the season for giving. And Jalen Hurts was giving and giving. He gave so much. He depleted himself of energy. Can you imagine scoring so many times that you don't care no more? That's what happened. He didn't even care. And in so doing, he became the leading candidate for MVP of the league. Let's show you here. Jalen Hurts, as of yesterday, according to Caesars, is now the favorite. He opened the season at 25-1 to to win MVP. It is now Hurts, followed by Mahomes, followed by Joe Burrow. Kurt Warner, by the way, was the last player to win the MVP and the Super Bowl in the same season. So Jalen Hurts has himself a real shot to do that. And you made the statement earlier today. We talk a lot about Josh. I feel like Josh Allen has become 
the example we always say when we say quarterbacks can tr- sort of transform yeah. what we think of them in the NFL. What has Jalen Hurts done? Uh, Jalen Hurts has become the most progressed passing quarterback I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen a young person get better throwing the football than this. Guys, so this is third and six. The ball is out of his hands right now. Devontae's not looking for it. Let me place it right there. I mean, that is a tight window, ball placement type of throw that he has gotten so much better. This one's great. He's going to see that safety come, so he's going to drift a little bit. Now he's going to get to 10 yards depth in the pocket, and you're like, you don't really want that. The ball comes out of his hands so early and so quickly to Watkins on the sideline. It's perfect, again, versus tight man coverage. Motion happens. Defender runs with. Jalen knows it's man-to-man coverage. you got the slot fade. Look, he changes the play, the communication. i got all that area to throw to. Now, this is going to be good coverage, but the Place, I mean, this it ball looks like it comes down like a butterfly with sore feet into Devontae Smith over his right shoulder. It's perfectly placed. And I don't know. I've never seen a guy take what was a flaw or weakness as a passer and not only make it better, he's become very good at it. Well, that's the, one, the thing. The one thing that they've said about quarterbacks forever is that you can't teach accuracy. Mm-hmm. And yet maybe he is disproving that because that was supposed to be his weakness. That was it. When I thought when he came out of college, I never knew, I never thought that he had the NFL skill set. I never thought he was accurate enough uh, throwing the ball down the field. Well, man, was I wrong. And to this guy's credit, he had to work his tail off, yeah. obviously, to get there. He's got great coaching. Great targets, but he did it himself. Like the accuracy is crazy. Rex, is he the MVP of the league? Yes. Right now, he, he's right now, I would say him. yes. And are they honestly, the best team? Honestly, we we we've we've not we've been trying to give the MVP to somebody else because it's difficult to believe. To Dan's point of what he's been able to become, it's hard for us to believe that we're seeing it. It's hard yeah. to believe that it's real, that it's going to be this consistent. But the man has not played a bad football yeah. game this entire season. Mm-hmm. And listening to Dan talk about this improvement, when he made that statement on the call this morning, I was like, he's absolutely. Absolutely right. We have not seen this sort of progression in the little things. Yeah. Obviously, when you add an A.J. Brown, the numbers will increase. Sure. But it's A.J. Brown. It's, it's Quez Watkins. It's Devontae Smith. No matter who he's throwing it to, he's the common denominator. And, and it's the reality that even those throws, there's good coverage. It's not yeah. like these guys are wide open and he's hitting them in stride. Those are very difficult, high-difficulty throws. I'd say this. Number one, um, Jalen Hurts has the chance to have his Heisman MVP moment on Christmas Eve. Right. Right. He plays great right. that game. Yeah. I think he's going to be the right. Cowboys in fair. Dallas. It's him, Patrick, and yeah. Joe right now because two has fallen off. And I think the second thing is this. The reality of understanding that his quarterback coach and him, Quincy Avery, attacked that weakness. Yeah. And that's what's allowed him to flourish as a passer please don't, right now. Please don't give Q that type of love on TV because I never hear the end of it. But the other piece of it is this. Super what, what he's shown us is everything we had believed Tua had become, right. Jalen Hurts is actually and they, that. And they could win a Super Bowl because of yes. Jalen Hurts. Uh, right now they are the favorite to do everything, and he is the favorite to win the MVP. Meanwhile, don't miss Alex Ovechkin tomorrow night, continuing his pursuit of the all-time goal-scoring record. He's three away from 800 Four away from tying Gordie Howe for second all-time. See him against the Blackhawks 9 Eastern on ESPN. Meanwhile, first take coming up top of the hour. Did the Cowboys even deserve to win yesterday? I can't wait to hear Stephen A. and Michael Irvin, RC and Dan and Molly and company. Coming up top of the hour here on ESPN.
Monday Night Football tonight. Patriots, Cardinals, 8 Eastern on ESPN. ESPN Deportes, the ESPN app. Peyton and Eli on ESPN2. You will see all the action tonight. Patriots are a one-and-a-half point favorite. And let us see. Okay, so we are split down the middle. We've got a couple of picks for Arizona and Danny and I riding the, Patri- the uh, Patriots. The, the but Ryan. there is no way to finish. Somehow the Patriots are still in the playoff conversation. Aside from Danny's joke. All right, I got two. Holiday season. Got how do quick. you wash your hands over the holiday? Uh, how do how, you? How do you wash your hands? With sanitizer. <laughs> go again. <laughs> go right. try again. Try I need to go like this one. You got ten seconds. Why does Santa have three gardens? I don't know. So we can ho, 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 I like that. I knew it was I like that. That's a good one. That's a good one.